Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, hello, amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Okay, so our next guest is someone I manifested. I'm excited that she's here and that she uh, graced us with her queenly presence. Um, and I say that with all love because believe me, I am so grateful that she's here. Her name is Gina DeVee. Uh, she is a globally renowned speaker and who's leading women's empowerment all over the world. She brings decades of experience speaking on stages worldwide with her charismatic, unapologetically glamorous presence and hilariously relatable storytelling. Gina gives women the permission to be queen and the tools to create epic careers and lifestyles of their own design. Beloved for her unique philosophy on feminine leadership, as well as her spiritual yet practical approach to money-making, Gina is one of the most exciting and thought-provoking influencers in the transformational life space. Audiences can look forward to having their old-school ways of thinking shattered as Gina introduces what's possible for a woman who makes spirituality her superpower and dares to do life as a queen. I'm excited for this interview because she is the author of The Audacity to Be Queen, The Unapologetic Art of Dreaming Big and Manifesting Your Most Fabulous Life. So without further ado, this is Gina Devi. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Okay, I manifested this. Okay, I do have to say this. I manifested this. So what do I mean by this? It means that I have this beautiful soul. Her name is Gina DeVee. And who is Gina DeVee? She is the author of this incredible book called The Audacity to Be Queen. And I'm going to tell you a little bit how this came about that she's here with us so she can share all of her tips and her hacks and everything that makes us a queen. 
Um, so, you know, I have these events um, and I also have a book club. And when I was told about the audacity to be queen back in 2020, when this book came out, I had to read it. My girlfriend, Michelle Soro said, Jackie, because you're transitioning from being this litigating lawyer and you want to move into this different space, I encourage you to read this book. And I said, okay, Michelle, whatever you say, I'm ready. So she, you know, exposed me to this book. And believe me, I was like, this is exactly what I needed to create this pivot, to create this amazing life. And now I'm like, oh my God. So I was thinking, oh, I wonder one day, one day I'm going to have Gina on my podcast. One day. I said that, year, you know, years ago. And so then I had my event that took place on um, March of this year, 2023. Um, this was the second time go around. And this one was, um, uh, it was a game changer because not only it was in the International Month of Women, um, I had her book with a bottle of wine as a raffle at the event, along other raffles. Uh, it was the the money, the proceeds for that was supposed, it was going to the BABC um, group, which is uh, uh, providing scholarships for young ladies to go to college. So whoever got this, I think it was one of our experts, she actually um, went online and she started promoting this book. And then lo and behold, I get a DM from Gina. And I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> so amigas, manifestation does happen. It really does, especially when you are in your queen. And this is so, so apropos that we get to have Gina here. So my love, welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Oh my goodness. It's such a joy to be here. And yes, tag your favorite authors, ladies. Um, you know, you never know who's watching and it's just, it's a real privilege to be here. Oh, thank you so much, Gina. I'm telling you, I was like floored when I got your message and I said, oh my God, yes, please, please, please. I'm, I just, we're going to have to go really niche in this, this, um, your book. So for those amigas out there who haven't read the audacity to be queen. Well, uh, you, you got to go and buy it. It's on Amazon. So you definitely have to buy it. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about it, but Gina DeVee is the founder of divine living, a lifestyle and empowerment brand. And obviously the author of the audacity to be queen. She's an accomplished speaker and um, she travels all over the world. And I want her to talk to us a little bit about her life because I know before the audacity to be queen, she was uh, a different person. And I know that um, I want to talk about that person because amigas out there always want to know, hmm, was she always this way? Or <laughs> what happened that should change the trajectory of her life? So please tell us, Gina, what was it? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, I... I'm like everybody here listening. Uh, and I was like everyone here listening in the sense that I'm an ordinary woman that has big dreams for my life. And thankfully, I didn't give up on them and I listened to them. And even when they seemed impossible or non-existent, somehow I kept the faith. 
And um, when you really, you know, I can't even say when you believe in yourself because I wasn't that confident uh, back in the day, but I, I think I, I believed in the human spirit and I believed in the human potential that lives could change and transform. For those of you just meeting me, hello. Um, I was a school teacher's kid from the suburbs of Detroit who was taught, you gotta work hard, you gotta go to college, get a job, work hard, save for a house. And, you know, I did all, I was a pathetic good girl in the sense I did what I was told to do. And I went to college and I got the job and I also got $75,000 in debt and, you know, didn't have enough of a self-esteem to really charge my worth. I, I got a master's degree in clinical psychology and I became a psychotherapist. Um, but I always did sliding scale rates and I just I would never charge the full rate. And I thought that I needed to like be nice and help others and, um, and just didn't really know how to own my worth. So after about a year and a half, I got burned out. I was living at home with my parents. I was living off of $2,000 a month. I was 30 years old. It really was not a sexy existence. And I just, you know, kind of when you have nothing to lose, it's, it's a, it's a great place to be. So if anyone's kind of really down and out and in the dumps, I was $75,000 in debt working 75 hours a week, living at home with my parents. And I was like, F it. I'm moving to LA because everyone there is beautiful and wealthy or so I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and I scrounged together quarters to move across the country and become a life coach. Um, and I just, I, you know, and one thing just led to the next. And I think it was, you know, our environment is really important. And I just wasn't in an environment in Detroit that felt like it was where I wanted to be. And it was around people who were or like, like me at the time. And um, in LA, you know, there's a lot of energy there and it's a land of possibility. Not that you can't tap into possibility anywhere, but my environment was important. So getting to LA um, put me in Tinseltown and it kind of put me in the, the people have been going to California since literally, you know, the gold rush era. So every, people go there with a dream. And I really tapped into that energy and had a dream to have a beautiful career and a meaningful career and travel the world. And, um, and one thing led to another, and I don't know what else you want me to tap into, but that is exactly in fact what happened. Oh my God. I love it. You know, I, I'm a native Angelina. And so, you know, my world is more like, you know, the Latino community, which they all live on the east side of Los Angeles County. Which, and so, yes, by the way, nobody knows this yet. I'm sorry. I, nobody knows this yet. I just got a Spanish translation deal. So Spanish oh. translation is going to come out next year. Oh my God. Congratulations, amigas. <laughs> now, now you can get it in Spanish too. Awesome. Congratulations. It's so needed. Believe me, it's so needed. Oh my God. I love all that you're saying to me right now, because I feel like a lot of people, um, especially in my community of Latinas, um, get stuck in, in, in our lives and not that they're bad or not, you know, some women do want just the house, the husband, the kids. And just to live by. 
but I feel like we have been created for something huge, something bigger, because our God, our source wants us to create that outlandish life. And you've been able to do that. So what what do you say to that amiga who, you know, was like you, like in Detroit, but had, mm -hmm. had that per, that uh, mindset to change the trajectory of their life? Because they if they want what you have right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I didn't somehow, I didn't let other people's voices be louder than my own. So when other people said like, you shouldn't spend that kind of money on clothes. Not that I had it to spend PS like, but it's like, uh, like I, you know, you should like pay off your credit cards. You shouldn't take a trip. Like, like all of the, the finer things in life. I didn't let myself, um, kind of get pummeled down. I all, I did believe that one day I would have a great life. I didn't know when I didn't know how, um, but I was not going to settle. So anyone that like, you know, wants to live their best life, like you keep listening to that because one thing will lead to the next, you know, when I, when I got to LA, um, and it, it takes risks at times. I tell this story in my book, there was, I was at all this debt. I had no money coming in. I was terrified and I had $3,000 left on a credit card. And there was a Tony Robbins coaching program that had just come out to not coach with him, but one of his associate coaches. And I thought I could not buy this coaching program. And then the money's going to go, I'm going to spend it on groceries, gas, like, and then I'm going to be in the same spot at zero and in debt, or I could take the risk on me, invest in myself in this $3,000 coaching program, which felt like $3 million to me, obviously at the time. And I have a chance at being different. I have a chance at learning something. I have a chance at learning how to make money. And I took that chance on me. It was so scary. I remember like shaking with the credit card in my hand and I invested the 3,000 and then Jacqueline, it was like amazing. It was like something instantaneously happened. And I said to myself, I just invested $3,000 in myself. I can go charge it. And that's like, and I never had that idea before, obviously, or I've been like not in my circumstances, but then I went and I put a $3,000 package out into the world. And I just, I believe that because I invested in myself, I could receive that for myself. And that's exactly what happened. And I went and sold a $3,000 package. Oh my God, that is wonderful. So what I'm hearing is that, amigas, you got to invest in yourself first and see how you can receive and manifest all these amazing things that can come to your vortex. Oh my God, I love this. So this, And, and I, and I want to say this, you know, that was with God, it doesn't matter the amount of money, but mm -hmm. I, I don't want anyone thinking like that you need to go invest 3000. I don't know if that's the right 30,000 could be the right number for you, or it could be $30. So I think that what you're saying, Jacqueline is like, yes, like prioritize yourself, invest some, for some women, it might be investing time to listen to this podcast for someone else. It might be investing $30 to join a, a monthly membership of something or buy a book, you know, so let them don't get distracted with the number, but yes, invest in you. Yes, 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 absolutely. I completely understand that. And I believe that once you invested in yourself, 
you then um, came up with something so prolific, your book. And I want to really get into this beautiful book because believe me, it was so inspirational for me that I had to bring it to the book club that is like 20 plus women that are Latinas. And I just told them, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to interview her. They're like, what? No way. She needs to come to us. And I said, well, let me see. Let me find out. But amiga, this is, this book is so amazing. And so let's get to it because I think, you know, one of the things that you talk about is, you know, how to awaken the queen within you Mm -hmm. and that speaks so loud. So share with us, what does that mean? Yes. Well, the book and the body of my work is based on the ancient and true story of Queen Esther from Persia. So Christians know it from the Bible, Jews know the story from Purim, but, and if you don't know it, it's like a really cool Cinderella story, but it's, um, the story of a Jewish orphan girl that was obviously orphaned, cast out of her own country, sent uh, out of Israel and into Persia, where she's treated like a second-class citizen. But what we see is God had the divine's hand on her at all times, and none of it was for her detriment, and all of it was for her to live her purpose. And spoiler alert, Um, she ends up in the palace harem where there's basically this beauty contest to be the next queen of Persia. She gets selected unbeknownst to the king that he picked a Jewish orphan girl. And right after she becomes queen, there is this law issued in the land to kill and destroy and annihilate all the Jews. And she has to go reveal who she is, like beg for her people's lives to be saved And the most famous scripture in the whole story is Esther, for such a time as this, you've been called into royalty to save your people. Like, cause she was kind of like, oh no, no, I can't do that. Not me. And I think that we all do that. We're like, oh no, I can't write the book or, oh no, I can't speak on the stage or, oh no, I can't make that kind of money or I can't get these clients or get that promotion or whatever it is or call in the love of my life. And what we see is God has always picked the most unlikely candidates. You know, I'm a school teacher's kid from Detroit, $75,000 in debt. And I now have a multi-million dollar women's empowerment company. Like I'm the most unlikely candidate to do so. And if you feel like, no, 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 you couldn't. Why don't you check in with your heart? Because you were created for greatness, just like Esther. So the whole concept of having the audacity to be queen, it's really having the audacity to be who you really are powerful, brilliant, gorgeous, capable, impactful, important. And when you own all of the qualities that are are within you, they're within everyone. And when you get that, when you get the divinity within you, you get the divinity within everyone. It's like, it's ridiculous for any of us to walk around insecure or thinking like we don't have what it takes when we all do. Now there's skills that need honed and there's talents that need practiced. And there's a a way in which we've got to show up for ourselves for sure that can feel a little daunting or uncomfortable, but there's nothing more uncomfortable than the unlived life or -hmm. watching someone else live the life that you're, you know, you're like, I could do that or I was meant for that. So I say, let's just make our mistakes lean in, move forward, get out of our comfort zone, say things we wish we wouldn't have said and, uh, and live our best lives. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is so amazing. I, I 
I so resonate with what you're saying. And, um, you know, as I read your book, I'm like, how can I show up as a queen? I'm like, as a lawyer, I was like, I'm, I'm not showing up as my queen. Yes, mm -hmm. I've got the title. Yes, the license. Yes, I can do this. And I can change people's lives. Like I can change my client's life, which is one person, or maybe mm -hmm. it's a family setting. But I was like, wait a minute. Is that really queenship for you, Jackie? And I'm like, no, no. And so I had to listen to my inner guidance, my inner divinity and show up for who I am. And I am so grateful to this book and to you that mm -hmm. to share this message, because it's so important that we tap in, tap into that divinity. And I think that a lot of, not a lot of people, but just, I think some, some um, have difficulty tapping into their divinity. And what I found in your book, you give samples of how to do that. You mm -hmm. have prayers. Mm -hmm. Tell me, does, did that just come into fruition just by you, you know, staying silent and focusing on what you wanted? Like, how did that come about? Well, I grew up in fundamentalist Christianity. So if, if someone threw you into church three times a week in a Holy Spirit rally on a Friday night, you'd learn how to pray too. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, I was in church. So yes, I've, I've learned how to pray from uh, a young age and I don't, I don't, all prayer is, is communication with God, communication with the divine. It's you speaking your heart and speaking truth over your life. And so, um, and it, it's, it's a very rich part of my life. So I have prayers, I have some meditations, I've got exercises in the book um, that have been meaningful to me on my journey. Oh my God. Yes, yeah, she does. And I actually have done all of them. <laughs> literally, literally. And I really wanted to come um, to focus on this particular chapter that really, it was, I think on an unconscious level, um, really allowed me to step in to this new role. And the chapter that I want to really focus on is chapter 12, which is, I mean, I couldn't even like tell you the sexiness of certainty, even the name of the, the chapter really speaks to me because although lawyering requires a lot of certainty, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, you go and advocate the position of your client. But when I decided to pivot my life, I was not very certain. Mm -hmm. I really wasn't. And this chapter really helped me because you have an example there of when you, um, wanted to create this event for the first time and you mm -hmm. wanted um, a certain amount of people there and things were not happening the way you thought they were mm -hmm. so can you explain a little bit about that oh I oh I could still get a pit in my stomach thinking about this so I was new to Los Angeles and I had this dream of it was 2000 it was the end of 2000 Eight, going into 2009. So the world had sort of just fallen apart. I don't know if anyone remembers the housing crisis, the Bernie Madoff scandal, like it was, talk about it. Oh, and um, I had this, I was new in business and I just had this new awareness that we are, we could be the new women millionaires. 
and not that I was one at the time. And I thought, well, I'll have this event. I'll go and rent the, as one does for their first workshop, the Lux Hotel in Bel Air, the ballroom. And I put $10,000 deposit down on my credit card. And um, for these 300 women to show up and for us to have this beautiful day, all focused around becoming the new women millionaires at, at this time. Well, other people weren't as enthusiastic about life as I was at that time. And everyone was like holding on to their money and like, like the tickets weren't even expensive, but it was, I, I could not believe the resistance in Los Angeles. Like people weren't leaving their homes. It was a thing. And I marketed and marketed and marketed this event for like November, December. It was at the end of January and two weeks before the event, I had sold five tickets and one was four was to women in LA and one was some woman from Ohio. And I was like, my husband even said to me, what is it that you need to see to cancel this event? Like, it's not happening, Gina. And I was like, it would have been less expensive for me to like refund her the plane ticket. So, there was something about this woman from Ohio. Like I can't cancel the event. She bought a plane ticket. I was like, I felt so much like she's like coming to this event. So I, I just, I, I just prayed and I said, I, I need a miracle. And I started applying, I applying the tools I teach in the book of like seeing the vision. And I was seeing 300 women in this room. And let's be honest, the, the week before I wasn't seeing, I was like, I'll take a hundred. Like I, and then I started thinking like, well, if 10 women would just bring 10 friends, there's a hundred, like, that's not that hard. And I just kept visualizing and seeing it and I wasn't going to give up. And these were sleepless nights. So this is, was not for the faint of heart. And I just kept seeing it over and over and over again. And the day of the event, there were 354 women in that room. And I think the previous year, I think I probably made six figures that previous year. That day I made over six figures in selling the different coaching programs that I was selling. So you know, you, as a queen, you learn how to bend time and space. And when you partner with the divine, like there's abundance and there's joy and there's beauty and people are still friends to this day of friends they met in that room at the Lux Hotel in Bel Air in 2009. Oh my God. You know, I got the chills when you, when you were talking about the event and how, you know, when you are aligned with the divinity and, and just, you manifested all these beautiful souls into the space. I was there like you, like, is anyone going to show up? Right. And it is freaking scary because it's money, like real hard cash. You Events know? are hard. You got it. Cause you can't sell an event before people know where they're going and all of that, but then you don't know who's going to show up. So anyone who's doing events, you should like, if you're going to go buy your ticket now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So speaking of events, do you have anything you're working on that Amigas should know about you? Oh, um, well, I do have a few things. I do. I think, first of all, if you're new to me, get the book. I think that you, it's kind of like the Emily in Paris for personal development. You'll, yeah. you'll enjoy yeah. the book. Um, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Gina DeVee. And for those of you listening right now, um, I've got a couple of retreats coming up in Tuscany. If you want to come meet me in Florence, it's called Transformation in Tuscany. And they're June 2023 and September 2023. Um, 
but also if you maybe do this you'll get on my list if and you'll also get the free companion course to the book if you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity oh yes absolutely thank you for that my love and before i let you go because i know your time is very 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 busy i want to get your tips on how an amiga can handle her shit Ooh, so good really really live in the present moment you know, what happened in the past is done and over and God is not in the future. It's every opportunity, everything that you need, it's all in the present moment. And we put too much on ourselves too, because we're like, oh, we're thinking about all this stuff we have to do. Well, what's your divine assignment for right now? What's your divine assignment for right now, for today? Tomorrow will come with tomorrow's divine assignment. So live out your divine assignment for today. Oh my God. I love that. Wow. You know, this morning I kept thinking about our interview and I was like, you know what, God, you're just going to speak to me and allow me to be in the presence of this beautiful soul and just download what, what has to come out. And I love this. Yes. You know what? The assignment of the day today is go buy out the, buy this book, and amigas, for those of you who don't know how to read English, there's going to be a Spanish translation. When can we look forward to that? Not till next year, but oh. it's it'll be coming. And I will be, we'll do another interview then. Yes, I would love, 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 love that. Thank you so much, Gina. I know that you, you needed to uh, go on to another appointment. Oh. So thank you so much for being here at Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Oh, it's been my joy and honor. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.